Hello and welcome to episode 50 of No Other Crack Pod. Feeling nifty at 50. <laughs> yes. Can't believe it's Feeling shifty at 50. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 50 episodes. Um, what is our crack for the 50th? <laughs> it's, it's not really special, no. actually. No, We're just continuing. Really. And if you are a new <laughs> listener, every week... We meet up, we just chat as friends about what we're watching, about what we're recommending. What else? The World what Wide Web. Website stuff we're surfing, internet yeah. related things. So, on that note, have you been watching much telly? So, I watched, as promised, all of Black Mirror. Oh, all of it? Yeah. Mm. Only five episodes. Oh, was there? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. I'd watched. Did you watch any of it now? Yeah, we've watched three. You'll be surprised to know. I am surprised to know. Mm-hmm. So last week when I had mentioned it, I think I started watching them arseways because mm-hmm. I started with Demon 79 and I thought that was the first episode. Mm-hmm. But it was actually the last episode. Yeah, but like for anyone who hasn't watched it, you don't be, have to watch them in mm-hmm. any sort of an order anyway. Yeah, it's anthology. So each episode is a brand, brand new story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I watched them all. Um, five episodes. I've ranked them. Oh, good. So I don't need to hear now where our ones we've watched come in. So you've only watched three. Mm-hmm. Have you watched Aaron Paul's one? Yeah. We watched Law Henry, Jonah's Awful and Beyond the Sea. Okay. I'll give you my, I'll give you my <laughs> countdown now. At number five is Maisie Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Didn't rate it at all. What was that Didn't one enjoy about? enjoy it. So it's about a photographer in, is it in LA or LA or something? But anyway, it just kind of goes through the paparazzi scene and like the lengths they go to to get photos. But there's a supernatural twist in it. I'll not say too much, but I just didn't really rate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was grand, like. Yeah. But I wouldn't. I think it was weird that it was very super. It went very supernatural and I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Went a bit woo-woo. So number four then, Joan is awful. Mm-hmm. What did you think that? Yeah, because like I was looking at other ratings online and people rate it fairly highly. But yeah. I wouldn't have been yeah. dying about it. Now, I love the concept of it. Mm-hmm. I, like I think the bones of the idea was very, very interesting and cool. But yeah, I wouldn't rate it that highly. It got a bit naff, like a bit yeah. goofy or cheesy. So Joan is awful, not giving any spoilers. It's about, so it's Streamberry, they call it, but it's basically Netflix in the same colours and layout. Mm-hmm. And there, when you're signing your contract, you're basically signing away the rights to your entire life and they can use your life yeah. as a new show. So this Joan lady... I can't, I can't even continue on with the rest of it then. It gets, it just gets very, what word did you use there, naff? <laughs> yeah, naff and goofy. It's like, it's it's supposed to be really meta. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is an interesting take on the fact that we sign away a lot of permission whenever we do enter into streaming sites or apps or well, anything. Well, it made me think, I was like, I don't know, will I be... <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, it was clever. I need to read this small print now. But they'd done a website then, a Streamberry website, mm. where you can upload your photo. Yeah. And people saw, so you could upload your photo on, like, and then they would say, like, Trish is awful or Marie is awful. You could get, you could generate mm-hmm. a wee version of it. And but, then, sorry, go on. But I don't, I, that's all I know. 
I think. There was a little side note in the show then, like saying that they wanted to do, or they originally thought they'd do Joan is awesome, but people are more hooked on looking at the bad stuff about themselves. Mm-hmm. Which is very sad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and even though Salma Hayek was in it, yeah, it was just a bit, I don't know. Yeah, it was a bit cheesy just. Like, I love Annie Murphy as well. She's from Schitt's Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was quite good in it. I think she, she was. Been, she could have been given a better episode because she's a great yeah. actress. Mm-hmm. Um, So that was Joan is Awful. Again, I thought it was grand, like. Yeah, just muddling. So then, number three then. I'm going on to the episodes I actually did enjoy Beyond the Sea with Aaron Paul. That's your number three? That's my number three. Oh, good. Why? That just means that, like, your number two is one that we haven't seen yet. <laughs> <laughs> so number three, yeah, Beyond the Sea. I, I loved the episode with Aaron Paul. And what you call him was in it, Josh Hartnett. But yeah. I thought it was a bit dragged out a bit at times. Yeah, it was. Did you enjoy it at all? The ending, like, shocked me. Oh, no, I did enjoy it, but I did feel like, I thought it was just predictable. I was just kind of waiting for all of those things to happen. Did you predict the ending? I predicted the whole thing, and I was just like... The whole thing? I was like, go on, go on, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. I liked seeing it play out. It was really cool, but I didn't think there was anything surprising in it. Oh, I was shocked at the end. Hmm. Now, I'd guessed... Maybe a week ago, but not exactly like that. So basically, Josh Hartnett and Aaron Paul, it's set. Is it set in the future? Is it set in the past? It's set in the past. Mm. Except they're going to space and they had like a six year mission. But Aaron Paul and Josh Hartnett, their real bodies are in space. Mm-hmm. And they have, what did they call their, they had like a robotic version of themselves down here but they could zap in and out of it like basically Mm. yeah they would use like a wee memory card and type thing and they would put their consciousness back into their their selves on earth yeah yeah it was strange like but i did enjoy it yeah they're great actors and it was interesting but you predicted the whole thing i was flabbergasted at the end yeah no Maybe a wee bit of that. I was wasn't sure if it would go that south, but no. Yeah. The, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. That's exactly like I kind of knew. I did think it was predictable because there's only one way really it could mm. go. But I was just shocked at the way it, mm. how south they went. <laughs> <laughs> so that is beyond the sea. So then number two, Demon Seventy Nine. Don't know. I last watched last week. Yeah, we Again, haven't seen that one. I don't know why I enjoyed it so much. Because I'd say other people might say it was, it mightn't be their favourite, but I really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, That's about the one that's working in a shop and then she's visited by this demon and she has to kill three people in the next three days or else the end of the world will come. And But I thought it was kind of quirky and funny at times. Mm. I don't know, we will watch that one then. And then number one was Lock Henry. Yeah, that one was amazing. Loved Absolutely. It. Even if you don't Loved watch it. any others, watch Now, that. I would go as far as saying Lock Henry was probably the only one that I really raved about, like, mm. loved. Yeah, it was fantastic. I, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I would watch it again, like. Yeah. So Lock Henry is about a couple. They go back to Scotland. I thought it was going to be something about the Loch Ness, to be honest with you. I don't know why. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, no. you would be forgiven for thinking that. And then it's just a little seaside town, 
and there was all things that happened in the past. And they were it, originally this young couple were going to make a documentary about an Eggman. Yeah, they were making some like sustainability, <laughs> like really artsy environmental documentary yeah. was their intention for heading back up and the, to the wilds of Scotland. Yeah, the male in the couple, he was originally from the little village. And when his girlfriend then found out all about the goings on in the village and why nobody visited anymore, like there was murders and there was a lot of shady shit went down. Mm. But she was mad. She was just like, well, let's do a documentary on this instead. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, it was really good. Give you West Cork vibes, I felt like. It 100%. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. And then I thought it was interesting. You know, when Joan is awful, mm-hmm. when they're flicking through Streamberry, it comes up Lock Henry. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, I love Easter eggs like that. We watched Jonah's Awful before Law Henry. Yeah, so if you put back on Jonah's Awful and they're flicking through Streamberry, what do you want to watch? What do you want to watch? And before they actually see the show, Jonah's Awful, it comes up Lock Henry. Oh my God, that's so clever. I love like little things least. like that. Yeah, Black Mirror is loads of Easter eggs. So that was all, that was all my real watching this week. I feel like with the break in the weather, I got back into the watching. Oh, that's good. Um... So, yeah, and there's so many episodes. I, like, I just enjoy Black Mirror, but it start, like it started in 2011. So it's on the go 12 years for yeah. only having six seasons. It doesn't feel like it's been going on that long. And like it, it started off, I think, as a Channel 4 production, didn't it, originally? Was it? I don't even know. I'm nearly sure I read something like this. You know the way Channel 4 make a lot of things as well? Darren might fact check that for us, but I found that... I enjoyed it a lot more when it was like grittier and more British mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, it was always a mixture of British American stories, like, but um, I found it a lot more harrowing and harder to watch back then. Yeah. The first two series aired on Channel 4. Oh, Darren said the first two series aired on Channel 4 of the first two series of Black Mirror, whereas you'd nearly think it was always a Netflix thing. I will never, never forget watching. The first episode of the first season, like just clicking on it, and I didn't really know what I was what I was Getting doing. Into. Yeah, I was working. Uh, I was working a shift in a place. It was, wasn't really as a nurse, but anyway, basically, I had a bit of a loose time at night. I was like, "Oh, I'll just put on this now to pass an hour in the middle of the night," mm-hmm. and put it on. I remember it was about the politician. Yeah, and. Anyone that hasn't seen it, if you just start on season one, episode one, you'll mm-hmm. be like, what am I signing up to here? Mm-hmm. He basically had to go and have, he's been threatened to have sex with a pig. Yeah. Or, or else, else they'd release a load of info about him. Yeah. It was just. So then I was kind of hooked after that because it was just such, <laughs> a, it was such a shock factor. I was like, whoa. So the other thing then that I noticed and it was only just towards the end of the week. And I haven't really looked up where you can watch it or anything. But I, th- I thought it sounds really interesting. Um, it's called Jury Duty. It came out oh, yeah, in April this it. year. Have you heard about it? Yeah. I, I didn't even hear anything about it. So it's, what do you call that actor? James Marsden. Mm. He's in it. And it's chronicling the inner workings of an American jury trial through the eyes of juror Ronald Gladden, who doesn't realise that everyone except him is an actor. Mm-hmm. So it looks interesting, like. Yeah, it's meant to be quite good. It's the people behind the office who've made it as well. Some of the people behind the US office who've made it. Oh, really? Yeah, and he was kind of um, recruited on the American version of Dundee, like Craigslist 
you know, they were looking for people oh on that. Oh my God. To be in a documentary. And then they found that he was very kind of empathetic and quirky and good for TV and everything. But sure, like he had no idea. So I think it, make, it sounds like a very good concept. I watched um, <clears throat> a couple of trailers like about it, but James Marsden playing himself. Mm. He's up and he's like, I'm a well-known or an easily recognized actor. Mm. And the, the judge is like, well, you're not that easily recognized. I don't recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. But it just, yeah, it looks very funny, I think. Mm. You know, I'd like to watch that. I don't know what it streams on or anything. No, so I must look it up, but it's called mm. Jury Duty. But I hadn't heard much about it here, like. No, the only way that I'd heard about it was, you know, that guy Evan Ross Katz, that um, Instagrammer who, oh, yeah. who watches like White Lotus and different things. He raves about it. I think that's the only place I'd seen it. Oh, no, I seen it. It came up on YouTube. Mm. I don't know what I was flicking through, but I was like, God, that looks good like. Mm. So that's all my watching. Yeah, I don't think we've watched anything else, Darren, have we? Other than Black Mirror in the past week. Other than Black Mirror and Encanto. <laughs> Six times you watched it. Yeah, that's my TV guide as Encanto. So Clara's newest obsession is Encanto on Disney+. Plus. Everyone else has probably seen it. But I'm getting hooked. Like obviously. You've watched it six times. I've watched, more than six times. I've watched it six times this weekend. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, Clara just keeps being like, Encanto back on, please. And she's just <laughs> loving it. And it took me a good while to actually understand the plot. But I really enjoy it. I think it's great. Mm. Now, I've only watched it once. Now you're making my question, did I fully understand it? And do I need to watch it another time? No, but you watched times? it properly once. You see, when I'm watching it with Clara, oh, it's a bit yeah. of a fragmented watch. So I'm sure you did grasp the concept easily yeah. enough. It took oh. me a while. <laughs> I just love it. I love the colours in it. And it's yeah. so fun. Like It's so vibrant. And the songs are unreal. Yeah. That's what Darren was saying too. Like, obviously, Disney must have the best of the best composing the tunes because they're just amazing. Yeah. But wasn't it that guy? <laughs> wasn't that guy? Did he write some of the songs? Oh gosh, yes. The, the guy that I keep forgetting. Guy that has the is an egot. Yeah. What's his name again? That composer. Oh I'll not I'll fudge it up if I even try and say it. There's is there something on TV there? No. <laughs> the, no, the, that's Encanto the at the Super Bowl thing. Or not Super Bowl. Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Um anyway, I always forget his name, but did he write songs for it, no? Possibly. But yeah, I would recommend it for anybody who hasn't seen it. It is brilliant. Good story. Good tunes. Uh, very visually appealing. It and, is very visually appealing. Um, I like the way the main character and protagonist has like frizzy hair and glasses too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure, not sure why that appeals to me, but <laughs> I wish there was a video going on right yeah. now. <laughs> It'd be great if we were recording; it would all make sense. <laughs> or what was what used to always be compared to? Oh, Moana, mm. but it was the bushy hair. But she didn't have glasses. <gasps> we're like Moana and Encanto here. Well, that's what we should do for Halloween. <gasps> that's yeah. what we should do. Yeah, no, Encanto is a good show. I'm still trying to think of your man's name. Can't think of it. Oh, gosh. Darren, could you look Darren, up you who has an there. EGOT? <laughs> and then you might recognize the name that Patricia's trying to find. Miranda something, is it? Mm. 
Darnell come back on. to us. But um have so like I mean that's really all my TV guide to be honest, I think, um, is Encanto and Black Mirror. I just wanted to well, Darren had said let's watch some and I thought, okay, at least I'll know what I'll be able to speak to Trish if we watch some Black Mirror. Yeah. And in fairness, the last note on Black Mirror is that I think it's been watered down that much now that it's okay for me to watch because it's nowhere near as harrowing and gritty as it used to be. Um, But that's not to say that it's as good as it used to be either. But for anybody who's a wee bit like faint-hearted about gritty stuff, it's probably more manageable for you to watch Black Mirror now. Yeah. Um, sorry, I actually forgot. I did watch something else. Oh, so it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. The real bling ring Hollywood heist. Oh, right, the people behind that. Huh? The, the bling ring. That was a movie, wasn't it? The bling ring was a movie, and I didn't even know it was a movie. This is mm. my first time ever hearing about it. Mm. But started watching that. But there's, I think, is there four episodes? Jesus. Um, but I've only watched two. Sorry, there's three episodes and mm. I've only watched two, mm-hmm. but I think you would really enjoy it. Mm. So it's like a documentary about the people. It's a documentary about the, about the, the main the two event. Yeah. Now it's only 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I'm just enjoying listening to the the crack about it. Like, mm. Yeah, i never seen the film, but yeah, I would love... The think film didn't look great. No. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel Miranda. And did he have anything to do with Encanto? He did compose it. He wrote the Bruno song. Ah. I knew there was something there. <laughs> Is that Clara's? No, I don't know. If, I nearly need to rank Clara's favorite songs from Encanto. <laughs> she does like, we don't talk about Bruno. She does like that one. But she made up her own one then for whenever Bruno, spoiler, comes back. <laughs> um, she loves Bruno. And then she, she Clara goes, we all like Bruno again. <laughs> <laughs> she loves Bruno like the Bruno We're a bit part. distracted now but yeah. going back to Encanto I love the song you know what the strong girl oh my god yeah, yeah. Darren loves that yeah that's a good song oh it's so good I can't even think of the words of it now yeah. but it's oh I can relate to the words so tune. much um, it's all about an older sister having to carry a lot <laughs> oh okay. it is starting apart that's what it's about it was your tone, Marie. It was your tone. <laughs> All right, no shade, <laughs> and even Dom. But <laughs> so the bling ring, then um, the actual movie was sixty percent. But that was Emma. What do you call her? Was in it? Watson. Emma Watson. Mm. Never seen that, but I would watch it. So it's mm. these teenagers that was just doing a spat of robberies um, in mm. Hollywood around what year was that? Around the early mid, like two thousand ten ish time. Yeah, and yeah. around that time. Um, 2008, 2009 actually mm. it was mm. But like they stole from uh, Paris Hilton's house They stole from Orlando Bloom's house Rachel Bilson that was in the OC mm. um, And a few other kind of like High profile people mm-hmm. But it was just very interesting when you hear them mm. like I, I, Like the main question in my head I was like how are these celebrities leaving their doors unlocked? Yeah <laughs> And they were saying they were going on to Google Maps and they were looking around to see like where was their walls. They could climb over walls and get into the... And they were just following if Paris Hilton was on a night out. They'd be like, oh, she's not in like tonight. So let's just go and rob her house. 
my gosh. It's not like it's the Irish countryside where people leave their doors open. Well, apparently like, they do. But yeah, apparently you know. Hollywood is very like the Irish countryside. Yeah, how casual. <laughs> yeah, thought it was strange. So, recommendations? Hmm. Um, oh, right. So, sorry, I think I have a World Wide Web. Thanks. Were you thinking of Encanto there? Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was drafted off. Yeah, no, I have one World Wide Web. Um, oh, World Wide Web, sorry. Yeah, World Wide Web. Is, do you follow this girl on TikTok, um, Wishbone Kitchen? No. She's Wishbone? Po- yeah. I don't like the sound of it. Yeah, wish, it's a weird name. Yeah, it is. It's this girl called Meredith, and she is so cool and interesting to follow. She's a personal chef to rich people, um, so like high-profile designers, and she lives in New York, and then in the summertime, she goes out to the Hamptons, and she's a personal chef, and it's like... You just follow her day of all the stuff she makes and how she oh. prepares their like breakfast, lunch and dinner. And she like even does the lovely table settings, all the cooking, harvests from their gardens and everything. And she just every, her whole life is so aesthetically pleasing. And then you pick up these wee recipes and stuff from her. Oh, wow. And she's big into her skincare and stuff. And her own apartment in New York's gorgeous. Um, she does... She really wants to get into like st- food styling and everything. So she's big on like making everything look very nice. Like her plates all look really well, the dishes that she serves up. Um, oh, but she's just mesmerizing to follow. She's a huge following, but I only found her last week and I went down such a rabbit hole of following. She's on Instagram as well. I would say her handle is Wishbone Kitchen on in- Instagram too. It is indeed. So what mm. were you following her on? TikTok. TikTok, okay. Because um, her TikToks are cool where she just goes like, come with me to work for a day and she'll do like oh. a 17 hour shift of her getting up to do breakfast right through to a dinner party. Um, I think it's only her weekends that are like mad hectic. But yeah. then during the week she wouldn't do as much of the personal chefing. But it's just such a niche career and it's she's it's really, really cool to follow. On Instagram there, yeah, she is Wishbone Kitchen. She's 676,000 followers. Private chef in NYC. What I really like is she's a little emoji of butter. A little butter dish. Oh, she loves butter. She likes the real butter. Mm-hmm. Oh, she loves her butter. Her Kerry Gold fan. <gasps> oh, no, you'll love following her. I'm drooling looking at her I page. So, say. Wishbone Kitchen. Yeah, give her a follow on Instagram or TikTok or both. Um, she's class to follow. Very good. And then it bleeds into my recommendation, so I won't say my recommendation just yet. I picked up something from her. And then my only other quick World Wide Web thing is, remember you had recommended Hot Ones on YouTube? Yeah. Um, and then I was saying at the time, how come nobody's like all, you know, runny nose and runny eyes and big <laughs> red head from doing it? They all look great while they're doing their Hot Ones. So Hot Ones, for anyone who doesn't know it, is celebrities being interviewed, but they're ta- they're eating wings with really hot sauce while they're being interviewed. Mm-hmm. But Jennifer Lawrence is on it, I think, in the past week. Oh. And her nose is streaming the whole time. And there's like a TikTok compilation of her hot ones episode because she's a mess like and she's there like wiping her nose and wiping her mouth and wiping her eyes and everything and i was like yes that's exactly what i thought it would be like but i don't know i think some of the others cut and tidy themselves up midway oh they must because some of them probably don't want to show Mm -hmm. the runny nose bit well i know an emma chamberlain and her one she was like no no she was like this is part of it don't fix my makeup 
Or she chose her saying no, like. Yeah, so maybe Jennifer Lawrence was the same because she. She like, was crying, like, but actually, just a quick note there. I was on my work night out on Friday night in the brewery and I got chicken wings with Frank's hot sauce and I would highly recommend them from the brewery. I think it's really hard to get nice chicken wings. Yeah, Darren would be a connoisseur of the wings. Now. Have you ever had the wings in the brewery? You did, we did, but it was ages ago. Oh, no, like, and, and I they mean, were good then. They were amazing, like, crispy. Crispy Ooh. but moist. <laughs> oh, Darren will have to go. Yeah, and that like it was a decent big bowl. Nine euro for the starter, but I nearly didn't need a main course because I couldn't stop eating them. They were delicious. Mm. And yes, they brought down extra napkins in which a few was used for my nose. <laughs> it has to be done. And the, the little wipes and all that. Yeah, it was a messy situation, but very tasty situation. Yeah, but if you're in like company that you're comfortable with, it's absolutely fine. Well, yes, I was. But <laughs> <laughs> because I always I still thought she's a mess. She's hot sauce if you're happy. That's all that matters. No, I didn't because afterwards I was like, "Am I all hot sauce with my makeup?" And I was like, "No, no." Oh, that's good. Then you could go on hot ones when you make it big. I attempted to start eating hot them ones. with hot ones. <laughs> I attempted to start ma- eating them with a knife and fork, and then all the girls were like, "What are you? Stop that! Yeah, Eat them with your hands." I was like, okay, we should, we should do a hot one podcast. Oh, that's yeah, funny. Well, yeah, we could yeah. call it, Darren says we should do a hot one, like an episode. Yeah. And we'll call the episode Hot Ones. Yeah. Hot <laughs> Ones. We'll, we'll record it. We'll record it. Video. Yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll cook the wings and do them up and get them all spicy. And then, and can we do an... Okay, so can we do if anyone can't hear him, he's saying he'll cook them and make them really spicy for that episode. And can we do a follow-up then with Hot Ones, where we drink hot whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll be passed out within 15 <laughs> minutes of the episode, but you can carry like, on then. Keep going. <laughs> hot ones. Let's just scrap the wing idea altogether and go straight for hot ones. Hot ones. And it's way too early in the year for hot ones, guys. Maybe at Christmas. We've said hot ones that many times now. We're going to have to call this episode hot ones. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it hot ones part one. <laughs> part two later in the year. Oh, oh Darren ones. loves a hot, a hot one at Christmas or oh, December. Geez, once, it's, one. once there's like fucking a tiny nip in the air, Darren will be like, oh, I must have a hot one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, see, see, since we moved into the house now, we're waiting for a plumber back or electrician, sorry, to hook up. We got the, you know, the boiler taps. Oh, yeah. yeah. And one of the contributing <laughs> points. Factors. That, yeah, factors. And getting it, I was like, imagine the handiness of making a hot one at Christmas. <laughs> No, we're definitely. If we ever, ever get our house down, we're not allowed that tap. Why? <laughs> Too many hot ones. Aye, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's something real, I don't know. Sometimes you just maybe want the kettle. Maybe I'll miss the kettle. You won't miss the kettle. Maybe I like the misery. Maybe I <laughs> like the misery. <laughs> Imagine Mrs. Doyle if that tap was around in her day. She'd the be tea livid. maker 2000. Yeah. The hot one maker 2000. <laughs> <laughs> so have you done any surfing of the web? Surfing of the web? Well, this I just week. took note of I was going down to Mayo during the week and I'd stopped in Sligo and... I was at that fill-in station beside Supermax, you know, just outside Sligo. Mm. And I was up at the till and I seen this big, massive display. Actually, it was down by the deli side of Tato are now doing the meanie crisps. Oh, right. Did you not see this? No. There has been, there's been big chats online about it. So it's the Tato crisp, but it's the meanies flavor 
on a crisp. We always love to chat about crisps here. Oh, right. So mini flavored potatoes. Yes. So right. minis are pickled onion flavor. Mm-hmm. So now tato. I think minis are made by tato. Yeah, though, that's because that's what I thought you meant first. And I was like, oh, I thought the, the tato made No, no. So like anyway. the minis are like a corn snack. A maize snack, as Dean Gallagher, a listener, would say. A maize snack. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's obsessed with maize snacks not being crisps. Maize snacks. I would call them corn crisps. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. But anyway, maize <laughs> snacks. So then they've taken that flavor and they've put it on the Tato standard crisp. That sounds so nice. So I didn't get a packet, but I was like, oh, I must try it. So next and then I'd seen all online. There was very divided opinions over it. Like some people were saying they love in which I love the flavour of meanies. It's not really that I can say that I love a corn snack, but I love the flavour of them, the pickled yeah, onion. But people were saying when you have a corn snack, then you have to go and brush your teeth and you have to do that. And But I was like, sometimes I think that's the charm of the meanies. So you know what you're getting into, like. Yeah. I have so, a toothbrush in my handbag all the time anyway. <laughs> you are. Uh, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> but this is because I have the Invisalign and everything gets stuck in the attachments. Oh, but I know. It's a difficult. No, I can't even tell the story. No, you keep going and I'll think whether I'll I can going. tell it or not. <laughs> so, yeah, people were just like kind of thinking about the texture and saying, oh, I don't know. Would that work? And then other people were saying, great idea because apparently walkers do a pickled onion crisp. I didn't know this. Oh, right. No, I don't think I knew that. Maybe they've done it once before. But anyway. I'll try them in the next week and give my verdict. But I'm a big fan of meanies, so I, mm. I'm weary. Definitely weary. Yeah. Um, what oh, else I'd now? I'd love to try them because when I'm a bit sick, um, I love meanies. They always bring me around if I have like a sick stomach. It's so strange. Meanies are like my cure. Really? Yeah, I don't I know I think what they're probably is. just... Is it the May snack or is it the flavour? It's the flavour and the stodge or something. It's just like ease. You'd think it wouldn't ease my stomach, but it does. It's yeah. so strange. Um, so that was all with the mini crisps. We'll have tried them now in the next week. Mm-hmm. Then the other thing I was noticing, and like this has been on TikTok quite a bit, I think maybe a while back, about these famous Moonwalkers shoes. Have you seen them? No, I'm so off the grid this past week. <laughs> like, no. It's not, well, now this was maybe back in May, like, mm. in around the start of May, they started kind of going on. But anyway, they're famous strap-on shoes. They're called Moonwalkers. They help you walk 250, 250% times faster. So you can go from going three miles an hour up to seven miles an hour in these Jesus. shoes, okay? But they're $1,400. But you want to see the videos of them. So the faster you walk, the faster they go. Oh my God. And are they, so, what do they look like? They look yeah, pretty inconspicuous like. Oh. <laughs> so, but the speed of these ones. Go, and then all I could think of, I was like, this is a disaster waiting to happen. Like, I was just thinking like that elevator thing I was saying last oh, week. Yeah. I can just see people like piling up like mm. if you get in a crash. But they have a Kickstarter <laughs> done now for it. So they have. Pardon the pun. <laughs> Kickstart. Oh, <laughs> they have um, a Kickstarter and there's 330,000 raised. Mm. But like, I think it'll catch on. 
I think she that's the way we're going. Zap around letter Kenny in a pair of them. Because electric scooters are everywhere. Mm. Was you was telling me you seen a hit and run with an electric scooter? Or was it someone else? Yeah, well, like I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. I like the yeah, beside our office there was like there's been a couple of known incidents of it. My lord. Mm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like but there's so many electric scooters, so maybe these moonwalkers if they become more like mainstream um, mainstream yeah affordable 1400 yeah 1400 is a bit dear like i suppose but then if you're walking everywhere but how do you like <laughs> so is it easy enough to break to break what like as in so what is what's aiding the momentum the little wheels on them oh, so there's wheels they look on like them. heelys or wheelies oh yes yes so that is it heelys yeah yeah, so I suppose that like obviously, but there's obviously some kind of like propelling in them. To get you yeah, it's reminding me of the episode of Seinfeld. Darren, remember the the runners that helped you do a um, be better at basketball or something? Was it? Do you remember the ones Kramer bought into them then and everything? It was a whole. Oh, you'd need maybe you could fact check that episode. Moonwalkers. Somebody was selling runners that had some special thing. <laughs> moonwalkers anyway, they, there's the moonwalkers when you see them now can you see them yeah i'm just looking at the a man on youtube wearing them at the moment he's on the conveyor belt at the airport oh inconspicuous yeah, yes <laughs> oh sorry maybe i lied <laughs> you kind of strapped them onto your shoe i wouldn't call them inconspicuous they're like <laughs> Chunky um, back and roller skates. Chunky runners roll in. Yeah, true. They're like a mixture of hiking boots and roller skates. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Look at them dancing away. So I'm thinking, like, probably would it be more sus looking as not the big shoes, but it's probably you coming at the speed of light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On your feet, like. Brilliant. So okay. there was that, and then. Another quick mention, there's another deep fake that confused me again this week that I spotted. Elvis Roberts on Instagram and TikTok. He's an Elvis deep fake. An Elvis deep fake. Oh yeah. gosh. And it's just, it's very confusing. Because mm, it's so authentic? Or mm. I was looking and it was like, he was like doing a modern day Elvis. So mm. it's like, which I thought was a novel take on it. Mm. It was just like if Elvis was now, like even the pose and the clothes he was wearing and all that. So that's Elvis Roberts. All right. I'll give him a follow. Mm. Sounds eerie. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So like, I think I will just, uh, I'll give a little reference back to that story. I'm not going to tell the whole story, but part of it was <laughs> so stupid, right? So my sister Neve one morning was saying something. We were going to go for coffee, but she had an orthodontist appointment after in like an hour or something and she was like I can't eat or I can't go for coffee like I have that and I was like yeah you can sure you're not gonna be eating anything and then oh we hadn't left the house and I was like sure just you could brush your teeth anyway before and she was like I can't be just brushing my teeth out in public <laughs> and I was like I brush my teeth everywhere like and I just like whipped out my toothbrush like <laughs> there and then <laughs> to show her and she goes yeah, but you're married. <laughs> I was like, what the hell does that have to do with it? Like, do you think I'm going to meet the man of my dreams in a <laughs> public bathroom? Like, 
And we just couldn't stop laughing. And this is a running joke now. But like, yeah, but you're married. Yeah, like It's like, oh, I'm married, so I can brush my teeth anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but it was like, I would have no shame, even on a night out. Like if I had a red wine, I have my toothbrush and I brush my teeth in the bathroom because I don't like the bluey red wine teeth. I would never think that, but like I've been caught out many a time smiling for a picture in me after having a horse load of red wine. <laughs> the vampire look. And your lips look a bit cyanose like. Yeah. And I just I just use the little kid's toothbrush and have a cover on it and Bob's your uncle. Do you ever see those things you can get for your finger? They're like a finger brush. Oh no, but that's it's like handy. it's like a toothbrush head, but you pop it on your finger and then you just go Oh, that'll be so handy. <laughs> I might get one of them. It'll be a lot easier to carry about. And since I'm married, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Darren will love me anyway. <laughs> me and my nice Was that the tea. angle she was going for? It's like, you oh, can do goes, anything It goes to... on and on anyway. Like, whatever. No, I can't. Cause it, no, because that would embarrass the person. No, never mind. I can't, I can't continue it. <laughs> um, so that was all, yeah, my World Wide Web. You said your World Wide Web. Yes, I did. Mine was so recommendations. I had mixed it up. I I had wrote it down the wrong way around. That's why I said oh, recommendations. Okay. So in the last week, going back to hot ones, kind of, mm-hmm. I met a cold one. All right. Do you like sangria? Also speaking of red wine. No, I don't like sangria. Okay. Okay, but I'm still like, willing I wasn't to look. expecting that answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know, the only reason I don't, but I might like your version, is I don't like um, aromatic things in a drink. Okay. Well, this is Irish sangria. Are you listening, mm, Darren? Darren would like it. So, I had a few things to hand in the house and a couple of the girls came over and I was like, right, I'm going to make a sangria because it was really hot so I had got the red wine that you use in sangria. I don't know where I'd picked it up a little, but I had oranges, lemons, and I found this recipe for Irish sangria. And I found a couple of recipes, but basically, you know the way you're meant to put brandy in sangria? Oh, like right, a dash of brandy. And I was like, I wonder if James in there. I was like, I wonder could I do that? Oh, Jesus Christ. So, then <laughs> <laughs> so then I looked it up and it's called Irish sangria. So I had a full bottle of red wine. So I got the oranges and the lemons first, chopped them all up, threw them in a metal dish, sprinkled them with sugar and let them like marinate in the fridge for like an hour and all the juice kind of comes out of them. Mm-hmm. So then I got my jug, red wine in, then I put in the fruit, then I put in a splash of orange juice, um, smushed that up, let that sit in the fridge again and got the glasses, filled them up. With, oh, sorry, I put in 100 mils of Jameson. That was the, yeah, that was the main part. A hundred bills of Jameson, which I measured meticulously. Mm-hmm. And then just got the glasses, loads of ice, poured it in and then topped it off with a little bit of 7-Up. And it was... Oh no, that does sound nice. Delicious. Mm. Delicious. Mm. Rocket fuel though? No, I, me, I drank the whole lot. No, we <laughs> drank the whole lot. We drank the whole lot. Mm. But because you're like, it sounds terribly dangerous because you've red wine... You have Jameson. Please start drink responsibly, listeners. Drink drink responsibly. Or not at all if you don't want to. Maybe don't drink, actually. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when you have it, when you've it all mixed up and all the other things in it, it's actually very weak-like. 
Yeah, that sounds lovely. But it was like a punch. It was so tasty. Mm. It was very refreshing on a hot day. Oh no, that sounds nice. There's an, I think there's some aromatic bits in traditional sangria that it's almost like a, a sister to um, mulled wine. A summer sister to mulled wine and I don't like mulled wine either because yeah. things like that give yeah, me an immediate headache. Yeah, you can put like headache. cardamom seeds in and all that. Like cardamom and all that. No, that's yeah. just like a migraine waiting to happen. No, this was just basically fruit and I put in strawberries as well at the end as well. Mm. Yeah. No, definitely. It sounds like it's right, but it wasn't. Like it was very nice. weak and sippy. Nice. So that was my recommendation. And then the other thing I just wanted to mention was I finished in episode 40. I'd mentioned that collagen... Um, creamer oh, it was like a non into my recommendation hopefully Ooh. so do go on so it was a collagen non-dairy creamer vanilla flavour that I got in Holland and Barrett it's called Dose & Co now I just finished it like it is probably, it was thirty four ninety nine for 340 grams so say that done me nearly daily having a coffee that done me for about five weeks it's not too bad yeah now I liked the taste I can't really say, oh my God, I've noticed a major difference. I've been trying to grow my nails. Yeah. Like, I think you need to be with collagen supplements. It's piqued my interest in collagen supplements. And after Mm. listening to that episode, that podcast, we were saying about, you know, internal collagen ingestion rather than putting on stuff topically. Mm -hmm. It has piqued my interest. But I don't know what I get the creamer again, as opposed to getting an actual collagen supplement. Mm Mm-hmm. You picking up what I'm putting down? Yeah. I'm interested. So, yeah. Yeah, because I suppose my, well, my one of my recommendations is, it comes back to the Meredith from Washbone Kitchen, her skin and everything. So bone broth. Does she make bone broth? No, but she does mention bone. Well, she does make it, sorry. She mentions it an awful lot. And the benefits of bone broth, because that's the most natural way to get like quite mm-hmm. a good amount of collagen mm-hmm. internally. And her own skin is glowy. Now, she's very young. I don't know if she's done much else yet, but I'd say her nutrition has a lot to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) She may have been to Westport. Um, Loyal listeners will know the reference. But uh, I don't (laughs) think she has, though. And, like, she just looks really healthy anyway. Um, But she has, like, digestive issues that sounded really like mine. And she takes the screen smoothie every morning that her dietitian had prescribed to her, basically. And mm-hmm. she was just like, no, guys, I'm not prescribing this to you all. You need to get it yourselves seen to. But oh. whenever she mentions, she goes, but there'd be no harm in taking it. And I was like, OK. Um, <laughs> so what was in the smoothie was... Um, now I'll try you'd have to follow her because she is it up to show you the proper amounts. But yeah. it's mango, like a lot of frozen chunks of mango or fresh mm-hmm. chunks of mango spinach of course coconut water mm-hmm. chia seeds milled or whole oh <laughs> milled yeah and um <laughs> yeah, the whole probably brick or we um budget blender <laughs> um and then lastly she says to put in a collagen supplement and she says a powder a powder <gasps> collagen protein supplement wow and hers wow. was from now i would need to look up my phone she had recommended one but the one she recommended 
you can't get it very handy here. I think you can get it from some UK online retailers, but I just couldn't find it in Holland and Bard or anything, but I'm sure there's a different type. But basically it's a collagen infused protein powder mm-hmm. and i was thinking then oh i wonder would the dose and cold creamers be nice in it for just the collagen if you didn't want added protein but you can get a, a dose and cold one with protein in it is that oh yeah so i'd be keen now because i've been taking the smoothie all week without the collagen protein because I, I didn't have that handy and it's beautiful like it's um it's so it's nice like i mean i wouldn't say like oh it's the nicest thing ever but it is quite tasty for a healthy it, smoothie yeah. and it's helped my stomach so much like it's like de-bloated me within about like you know three or four mornings of taking it wow so um yeah i think a lot of the stuff she recommends is bang on i suppose because she goes to proper dietitians and yes. she knows so like for her clients she has to be so rigorous about it being like really really good food um mm-hmm. so i would recommend that smoothie to anybody and then i'll keep you posted when i do manage to find a collagen protein based supplement to throw into it well, the Dawson Co. definitely do it, so it could be in Holland and Barrett. But yeah, so I'll try Dawson Co. or Holland and Barrett to see, because I couldn't find the one that Meredith was recommending. And then my second foodie-based recommendation is, everyone else probably already does this, but <laughs> see whenever you're making pasta and you're like straining your pasta, would you just strain the water down the sink or do you keep the pasta water? Uh, if I was making a sauce, I use the pasta water. Oh, you do anyway? Yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, it's starchy because mm. they say this is like liquid gold that you have yeah. to fire back into your sauce and i yeah. never knew this so i, I just did that i wouldn't during the like week too. if i wasn't usually if i'm making pasta i'd have a sauce made like but i would usually just spoon in a bit of mm. yeah but i wouldn't keep it for again like i wouldn't <laughs> no no i wouldn't, wouldn't just be freezing batches of it or anything <laughs> oh that's my pasta water because <laughs> yeah. yeah, i didn't really cop on that that was a thing and oh yeah, it is. It's because it's so starchy. It's nearly it, like a thickener. It's like rather than adding water to your sauce, it's like a thick. You know, it's like an emulsifier. They call it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh god, I. Yeah, so that's all my recommendations. Good on you there. Yeah, so healthy. <laughs> After one week. So that's all the crack. Any trivia? No trivia. I just have one wee thing, but it's not long. And it's just funny. <laughs> so it's again, it's food. We're very foody this week. We used to, we get weeks like this. We do. So robots, there are certain robots that have now learned how to make salads through observation alone. I think they make, make something salads. better than salad. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a, the article was like, get the Kardashians in here because a robot just made some salad. Because <laughs> Kardashians just like, it's actually a running joke how much Kardashians, when you're watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians, they're always eating salad. Munching. Like, like rabbits. But researchers from the University of Cambridge programmed what looks like a bionic arm with eight simple salad recipes that the robot was able to easily identify and recreate by watching video footage of a human chef making the salads. But then the robot picked up a new recipe from observation alone and noticed double portions and human errors to flavor, according to the researchers. So this latest development shows how video could make automated food production easier, cheaper and more accessible. Mic drop, phone drop. That's scary. Yeah, so the robots not only just by watching videos were able to replicate the salads, but identified errors and made tastier, more efficient. Like salads if you themselves. if you were there if you were their tutor, like you'd be like you cheeky pup, you like. 
I'm after like showing script. Yeah, I'm after showing you how to make salad. Don't critique me. I know. I know. Imagine. Yeah, the cheeky wee robot. Anyway, we're very busy chatting today. That's all yes. the time we have now. That's us now, folks. That's hat. We shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye bye.